My husband and I started watching Ozark on Netflix. Have you watched this series yet? I was actually starting to think that we might have been the only couple who hasn't watched the series. That started back in 2017. After much coaxing from the people in our circle, we decided, okay, let's go ahead and give this a shot. We are hooked. Crime, betrayal. This episode is not about Ozark, okay? <laughs> You're here for the Incognito Athlete Podcast, and I'm here to deliver what might be one of my favorite episodes. And the reason I bring up Ozark is because of a quote that jumped out at me when I heard it. It was spoken by a character named Buddy. Buddy is an ailing elderly man who shares his home with the Bird family. And at one point in season two, he's talking with the main character, Marty, played by Jason Bateman. And Marty is faced with a lot of things that are flying his way. Yeah, he may have provoked some of it, but nevertheless, he's got a lot on his plate. And Buddy simply just looks at him and says, with his end-of-life wisdom, you gotta act and let everybody else react. I think I had the same look on my face as character Marty Bird did when Buddy said this. You gotta act and let everybody else react. And truly, that is the premise of this episode. How to act, how to take charge of your life, and how to not be at the effect of everything around you so that you can actually have everything that you want. Love that you made it back this week. I'm Erica, the host of the Incognito Athlete Podcast. What started as my 100-pound weight loss journey has really turned into an opportunity for me to share with you in real time what is going on with me, what I am learning, and also give you the wisdom that I'm learning along the way to living a healthier and happier life. Throughout this entire journey, I know that I have unlocked the mystery behind weight loss. Thank goodness. Finally, the thing is, it's all in our mindset. And so now as a wellness mindset coach, I am making it my mission to share all of the lifestyle and, and mindset tips and strategies with people like you who may be tired of the weight loss roller coaster and want that one-way ticket to health and happiness. And truly, for most of you, I bet you're thinking, you know, weight loss just feels like a pipe dream. Like it's never going to be real. Like everything might always feel within your grasp, but you can never really grab that ring. But as Buddy said, all you have to do is act and just let everybody else react to what you're doing for what you want in life. As I sat with this, I thought, oh my gosh, this would make an amazing podcast episode because so much of my struggle in the past was with myself. I kept feeling like, you know, this was getting in the way or this diet didn't work for me. And it was like I was placing blame everywhere and making up a lot of excuses, to be honest, instead of just handling it and, and really seeking to find the method, the support that I needed in order to make some change. So I came up with a list of nine things. I'm sure I could find a 10th one, but, <laughs> but what the heck? I just want to go ahead and roll with this because it feels really authentic. I'm pretty stoked about it. And the fact is this episode is so chock full of really amazing nuggets. It's basically like nine episodes in one. So take some notes because some of these ideas might actually be a little different to you. And you might even like scrunch up your nose a little bit to what I'm going to say. 
but please be open-minded, okay? Even if you don't feel like one of these things is even possible for you today, it may be tomorrow, okay? All right, enough of this jibber-jabber. Let me get on with this. So the first thing is to initiate change, okay? Jumping right off of the quote from Ozark, you've got to act. If there is something that you want, if there is something that is bothering you, no one is going to come and fix it for you. As much as we want somebody to come in and save the day, it's just not going to happen. So we have to initiate that change. I think about when I reached my heaviest, about 280 pounds, and I wasn't able to wear my clothes. It was it was really embarrassing, even just with myself. And that's what really provoked me. I had to make a change. I couldn't wear my clothes anymore. I was living in athletic pants and even those were getting uncomfortable. If something is bothering you, you have the ability to make a change, even just a small change. The smallest of things lead to big, big impacts. Number two It's all about planning. I talk about this a lot, but it's something that I truly, truly believe in. Think about people like Neil Armstrong, Serena Williams, people who hold public office. They don't just show up there and be like, hey, you know, I'm here to play some tennis, yo. (laughs) Like they work really hard to get there and there is a plan to get there. They have to find the right coaches. They have to study the right topics. They have to do internships and all kinds of things. Without a plan, there is no aim. And then there is no reaching that goal. So if you want to run your life, make a plan. What's your end goal? Where do you want to end up? At this point, you might already be using some choice words as you're listening to this podcast, which is why I wanted to go ahead and insert number three here. Choose your words carefully. Oh yeah, what you say to yourself, murmuring to me under your breath, to the people around you matters. If you say, I can't do that, or I'm too fat anyway, or it's not worth it, then that will be the case. And I say this with lots and lots of love because I said the most ugly things to myself. This might be a bad habit of yours, and that's okay. It was of mine too. It took me like years to get over it. But there was some really decent advice that I got about it. And it was, don't say anything to yourself that you wouldn't say to your loved one. That's a really great best practice and rule of thumb to make sure that you are using words that helps to encourage yourself to make the change and to make the plan. Speaking of words, number four is communicate with like three exclamation points. No matter what I do in life, I feel like every little snafu boils down to poor communication, misunderstandings. I know that that's happening to you too. And I know how frustrating it is. And so if you are experiencing that from other people who don't keep you in the know, who are not sharing everything with you, who are making plans and doing things without consulting you and discussing with you, then this is your opportunity to speak up. Do you need time to exercise? Do you need your partner to be able to step in and watch the kids for 30 minutes so you can go hit the elliptical or go for a walk? It's important for you to communicate what you need because 
especially in a healthy relationship, that partner is going to want the same of you. And that's what's so great about it. There's compromise and partnership. That's why we use the word partner. <laughs> like We work together and support each other in what we need. But if we don't ask for it, we cannot assume that the other person is going to take the initiative. Okay, go back to that quote. Let everybody else react to you. Don't wait for other people to act for you. It's not fair to expect that of them. Number five is control what you can control. If somebody cuts you off on the road, you cannot control that person. Sure, you can honk your horn and throw them the bird if you really want to, but what is that going to do? It will probably just upset you, aggravate you, and raise your blood pressure. It might even put you on your guard and in a bad mood for the rest of the day. Why am I saying that? Because I've done that to myself. Not everybody is going to be as aware as you are in life. And I applaud you for what you're doing. I'm so grateful that you are here because that means that you are taking charge of your life. I wish that everybody had that initiative, but unfortunately they don't. And rather than have some unrealistic expectation for others, all we can do is control what we can control. The same goes for your nutrition and exercise. If you can't go to your one-hour class, can you fit in a 20-minute walk? If you forgot your lunch at home, can you at least go somewhere and get takeout that's like a healthier option than, than traditional fast food? Yes, you can. Number six is a little bit of a doozy, but I love it, okay? This is something else that I've been really focusing on lately. In the moment, really assess your needs versus your wants. Okay, so if you desperately want a chocolate bar, is that what you want or is that what your body needs? Does it serve you? Does it fit your goals? Does it help you in your weight loss goals or will it hurt you? Be fair with yourself. We're allowed to have what we want. I'm not somebody who wants to tell you to cut chocolate cake out of your diet. But the thing is, it's going to make it a very slow process if you don't buckle down. And there is a lot to be said for delayed gratification. If you can buckle down now and you can lose those 20 pounds, then you can enjoy those things in moderation later. Fit it in later rather than go years and years and years of trying to lose the same 20 pounds. In short, stick to your plan. Number seven is one that was also took me a little bit of a while to accept. Don't take things personally. What does that even mean? So I could even go back to that same example of someone cutting you off. That act has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with that person and their feeling of urgency. The fact that they probably left their house way too late to get to work on time and they're not aware and taking into consideration the people around them. It is not a personal attack on you. The same goes for if you go to brunch and everybody around you is pouring syrup all over their mountain of French toast and you're sitting there with your egg whites and turkey bacon. What they're doing is not an attack on you. They're enjoying themselves and doing what they want while you're making choices that are in line with what you want. Please don't take that personally. And if there is any kind of a trigger or upsetness that comes up, 
I encourage you to go back to tip number four, communicate, talk to your friends, let them know, say, Hey ladies, can we maybe do something else together rather than go to brunch and have mountains of French toast? Maybe we can go for a hike together. They might be all for it. And it might, they might actually be wanting to do the same thing, but we're afraid to communicate it to you. That's the cool thing about communication. And I really think this transitions really well to number eight, set boundaries. This whole idea around boundaries kind of annoys me a little bit because I think it's really flung around. The word is flung around a little too loosely. You don't just put up a wall and say, well, I can't do that anymore. or I can't talk to this person anymore. That's not how it works. Does that action get in the way of your goals? So eating the chocolate cake might get in the way of your goals. So you might have to set a boundary with the cake for a while. And this applies with people too. But again, you're not cutting people out of your life. You're just setting a boundary. Maybe you've got some drinking buddies and you hit the bar, or like watch the game with them. If all of a sudden you're quitting alcohol cold turkey, that's going to throw things off. doesn't mean you don't have to go, but let them know. Okay. And there's probably one person in your group who is going to razz you about it. Let them know. Be ready for a comeback. If you need help with a comeback, message me. I will help you. They're not going to take offense as long as you let them know why you're doing it. People who love you are going to support you. Do you know why? Because they love who you are. And that's what takes us to the end of this list. Number nine, embrace who you are. I kind of want to say love who you are, but that can be a really strong word for some of you. Um, If you can embrace who you are. Look at the attributes, the characteristics, talents, gifts, all of the things that you have to offer. That's going to help you to run your life, to stay in action, and to show everybody else what you are made of so that they can react, they can support you, and you can influence them in return. You have nothing to offer? I call baloney on that big time. I know, I know how challenging it can be to look at yourself and to see something positive in yourself. Maybe you're thinking about your love handles or how tight your jeans are feeling at the moment. But the thing is, there is so much more to you. You have intelligence. There are things you know that other people wish they did. You have talents that other people wish they could exhibit. And you clearly have a passion and a zest for life. You want more out of life. You want your life to be amazing. You want your family to be supported, to be healthy. You want everybody around you to be happy, including yourself. It was my friend Dolly this morning who reminded me of this. I asked her, how are you? And she said, thankful, grateful, and blessed. And I was like, heck yeah, girl. I said, you deserve all of that. And she wrote back to me, we all do. Guys, we all do. We all deserve to be able to have what we want, to be happy, to feel healthy, to be able to run, jump, play with the kids, whatever it is. But I bring you back to the the quote that I started with. You have to act. You've got to act and then let everybody else react with you. No one else is going to be able to take charge of your life. This is your life. You are the star of your own life, the narrator of your novel. So own that voice, own your place, and run your own life. Oh my gosh, thinking about this gets me so excited. I hope you're excited too. 
if you are as jacked up as I am right now, maybe now is a perfect time for you to engage that energy in something positive for yourself. That's exactly why I created the 30 day gumption challenge. It is a framework to help you to foster this gumption, this courage and bravery that you have in your heart right now and put it into positive actions that are going to support you in your health and weight loss goals. Check out the link in my social bio or in the show notes. It's completely free. This challenge is inspired by the 75 hard challenge. However, I really feel as somebody who has been more than 100 pounds overweight that it takes a tremendous amount of courage to take that first step. And before we can get into, you know, grit and total world domination, (laughs) I think we really owe it to ourselves to be able to set some reasonable goals to foster that courage to continue and to experience those small wins that will propel us forward into big, big achievements. Sign up today, make the change in your life, take action, and let everybody else join your bandwagon because you matter. Now go ahead out and make it a great day.